0: Hello, my fellow music lovers. I'm Allison Hagendorf, and welcome to the show. This is where we celebrate the universal love of music and the rock and roll spirit that lives in each of us. My guest today is Australian superstar, multi-platinum singer-songwriter, and dear friend of mine, Amy Shark. We talk all about how we sort of toured together, her new music, the 15 year journey it took to get her first big break, what achievements like being a judge on Australian Idol and being on the cover of Rolling Stone have taught her, and what it's like working with her idols, Blink 182. And stay tuned after the interview for my sound advice. New music, you need to know. It all starts now. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you. This is like being in your presence is a gift for me. And we don't get to see each
1: other as often as we like. But when we do, we like. I know. Soak it up. It's like real. It's like such the best friendship you can find is someone who you actually. There could be months where we don't even have time to even say g'day. And then when we do, it's like no time has passed. It's so true.
0: And I think for people to like understand Our dynamic, they need to know a little bit of our love story. Yeah. And um, I first heard your music, and Adore was the first thing I heard. And it did something to me. It really affected me in a unique way to the point where I was like, who is this girl? Like, I need to meet her, I need to know everything about her. And I was listening to the music nonstop. And then we met. And I have a picture. The day that we met.
1: Oh my God, Ali, look at us! And it was
0: love at first sight.
1: It was. It really was. Oh and God. the love
0: connection continued. And then I think, like maybe you understood, like how much I loved your music when I saw your sh- like one of your shows in LA. And I remember I was like dancing
1: up a storm. I was like going nuts. Well, You actually had done like research, which. You don't really meet too many people these days who are genuinely into it and genuinely have like know every word <laughs> and and with your energy as well. It was like I remember because we had that, remember we had that lunch of and you course. introduced me to the crab rolls, which I go around the world now going, I need to find these rolls because I need to like report back if I found yeah, better ones, which yeah, I haven't. But like, yeah. yeah, it was instant. And I think the the, the rock background as well. You know, yeah. I, I'm like a 90s kid too. So yeah. the second, like, we just, we speak the same language. We did. And then, like, we just, like,
0: continued to love each other. And by the way, Adore it was and is such a powerful song that it, it ended up going, like, six times platinum. I mean, it was really, you had been doing this forever, but I feel like it was, like, the song that sort of, yeah. like, catapulted you into a new stratosphere. Do you, like, remember, like, when you realized that, like, you had gotten your your big break that you'd been working towards your whole life?
1: Yeah, there's like – I don't know. I don't know if there's a specific moment. It feels like there was so many times because all I remember is for so long, even when the song was doing well, because I'd had so many knockbacks and people just didn't give a shit for like so many years, I, I just – I didn't believe it mm-hmm. and like I didn't want to leave my job because I was like, oh, man, I've already like – in my head, I've already given music away. So I can't give – I finally had a job that I liked and I think when Triple, when it came number two in Triple J's Hottest 100, that was a moment I was like, oh, maybe it is doing okay. Maybe people do understand, understand it. And maybe this could be something I could do forever, but it's still, I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, it went so quick. It went so freaking quick and everything, all my dreams happened overnight. It felt like so it, it, even now on plane rides, I usually just sit and, and try and think about it and take everything in because even now, you know, you're kind of onto to the next one. So it's like right. when are you when are you really thinking about and, and I guess giving yourself the pat on the back like, you did it, man. Yeah, it's Be important stoked. to do that. Like, you know, in that song, I'm not even one of those artists as well where I don't resent that song. Right. Uh, every time I see it come up on the set list, I get this dirty smirk because I'm like. <laughs> it's you baby this is, you're the reason i'm here and i'm so proud of it you know so um but yeah the fact that you jumped on board when you did it was at the very beginning of everything starting so but then you went quickly into
0: love monster which was your debut album and i still was just trying to ride with you and then i kind of went like on tour with you because <laughs> that summer we went to napa for bottle rock that's right and that was the infamous lemon girl, which
1: I we have to tell that story. And I
0: did bring the lemon. I thought that you might want to like
1: I, Is that the this actual is the one? lemon? This Can is I just the like lemon. feel yes. the energy of it? Because yeah. oh my, it's still there. It's... Still
0: there. And you know about the lemon. And just really quickly, I'll just share the lemon story. At Balarock, Napa, 2018, Alice Merton, who's a great artist, who I had supported her song No Roots, she's like, you know what? I told her about this like funny lemon shaker she's like why don't you come on stage with me i'm gonna mic you up you're gonna play the lemon shaker during no roots which i did and it was a blast thought nothing of it but as you witnessed i became like lemon
1: famous she was lemon girl i was that you were crowned girl. lemon girl that mm-hmm. day to the point where i remember some guy coming yes. up to me and i like and i don't know why i thought this but he came up so gently and i thought he wanted a photo with me he's like is that lemon girl i was like sorry he's like that's lemon girl right she was up earlier today, and I was like, "Allison, get over here now! This guy wants a photo with you." Yeah, and
0: then one step further, some another woman said, "Oh, look, it's Lemon Girl. Oh, she's with Amy Shark." <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were like, and she was like,
0: "Lemon Girl 1, yeah. Amy Shark 2. I was like, "I'm sorry, Amy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've made it. You deserved it, though. It that, was, that was a special shaking, one." The shaking was Never amazing. We we'll put this to bed for now. But then there was like another a couple more memories to go and then we're gonna jump. But like
1: here we are now. Uh, this is a Lollapalooza, I
0: mean,
1: Chicago, that same summer. I'm sorry, but the only person who wins this photo <laughs> is my man Brian. <laughs> it's a good, sh- it a good hell, it's a good photo. It's, it's a good
0: photo, Brian. It's a good photo.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: but I, yeah, I feel he's like I know. <laughs> this was amazing because obviously you were playing and it was an incredible show, but I know. We this is where we our, our foursome really like became a thing, and we're both very fortunate because we have wonderful relationships with our husbands. Yeah, who are our partners? They're our best friends, and the four of us together are like the best. It just made sense. Yeah, but we're both lucky because I know that Shane plays such, of course, and has always he's been a muse musically. Yeah, I mean he's been your supporter, your manager. I mean he's done it all. It's pretty, yeah.
1: and that's why I think that's why straight up. And I remember going home and talking to him and saying, "You've got to meet Ali." And, and Brian is so invested; he just reminds me a lot of you. And and then, yeah, the more we started hanging out, it was like, "Oh my god, it's just such a, it's just, it's so nice." And you know what's weird is, um, I was watching this the Youngblood interview oh, that yeah. you did, and um, Shane's like, "Who's she interviewing?" I'm like, "It's Youngblood," and he's like, "He sounds so different and chill," and Aww. and I go, "Yeah, that's what Ali does. You Aww. just like kind of calm." And it's just so easy, you're so very easy to talk to. That's why I'm so glad you've started this because, like, uh, that's what I find when we're, when we're around you guys, we just want to talk and, and buzz off each other and, and oh. lift each other up. And it's, it's just a cool energy. <sighs> it's the best compliment. And yeah. I'm
0: going to do one more memory because Okay, good. Because the reason why I'm going so this year, because first of all, Love Monster, which was your debut album, you ended up, be, it ended up being the highest selling album of an Australian artist that year. It was like an unbelievable accolade. And we had to go to Sydney
1: because the ARIA
0: Awards. And here you are presenting me this beautiful (laughs) thank you present of the day we met and just the mother hanging out.
1: Look at you, little Aussie
0: girl. I love Australia. I I really loved it. it. And then at the ARIA Awards, we were... La- we ladies and lace matching. <laughs> we both got the memo, but you basically won every single ARIA award at the, I was so proud to be here to witness I know. everything you deserve. I mean, that was your night. That I mean, was, it was a really
1: incredible night. And to have you guys there was just like, it was a fairy tale. It really was like, it was a real, it was a real life fairy tale. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just so freaking glad that you were there that night. And it was like so funny
0: and surreal for us because you are, you know, so massive in Australia and Australian to see you in your element and like to see you like hanging out with like Keith Urban <laughs> and Nicole oh, <laughs> Kidman. I'm like, oh, this is Amy's normal life. It's like amazing. And since, I'm still
1: in shock, by the way, that that, I know, that I happens. Mean, so.
0: that was that's I mean, you've collaborated with Keith Urban. You've collaborated with Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker and Ed Sheeran and so many amazing artists. You know what does that feel like to you to be collaborating with some of your heroes? You know, you know, artists that got you into music, or, or I know Shane's a massive Blink fan. You know, so yeah. what were those moments like?
1: Ah, uh, just to think that that is um, that that was ever achievable is so um, crazy. But I kind of let all of those things happen really naturally. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't anyone that I really begged or like went to my label or I. I didn't have to do much scheming, you know, Yeah. Um, it, it, which, which is why I think the product s- sounds the way they sound. Like every song I've done with someone, just it, it just turns out great because we're not forcing it yeah. and we want to be there and we both invested into, the, into whatever we're working on. But, I mean, I just – I'll never get over turning up to a cafe in L.A., and walking in, and Mark Hopper stands up, and he's tall and handsome and charming and just the funniest dude, and just everything I wanted him to be. Yeah, and and to care about what I'm doing, like I'm oh. hammering him with questions about. Oh, man, I think I recorded in this place that we did. Might might have done Dude Ranch, and he's, <laughs> and I'm like, Amy, calm down, and my my legs going cr- <laughs> crazy, and Shane's always like, just compose yourself. <laughs> put he, <laughs> it together Eve. I was he was so disarming <laughs> I was just like Bleh. um but he was so good about it and um and same with all of them you know like I learned so much from Ed Sheeran when I was at his house and he was like he had he's just built this community of people because he's such a great guy mm-hmm. and I, I don't know I just have learned so much by meeting these people oh, I want that in my life and that's how I want to go about songwriting and that's that's how I want to do it and um you sort of just I'm just so lucky like these are the best of the best and-, and so are you. And so are you. Thank you, thank you.
0: Which brings me to your new sock. Can I shower at yours? I need to give you a round of applause because you know how excited I was when I first heard <laughs> it. I know my phone just literally blew up by your text. <laughs> I love this song. Um, it's probably. Like one of my favorite songs you've done in a while. It's so instant. Wow. It's a blast.
1: It's a blast.
0: It's yeah. a party. It's such a fun. What a great hook. Like, I just
1: want to know more about this song. It's so exciting. I'm honestly, it's so like I've explained to you how much I want. I, I guess I do want your stamp of approval on oh. so many songs, but I was not sure about this one. I'm like, it's got the guitar, and 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 I'm like, oh no, she might like it. And then yeah, when you like. My phone was like littered <laughs> with Allie. Uh, I was like, oh my God, she's really going off. She really likes it. Bla- um, well, you know, I like to dance to your music, and yeah. it's, a, it's a very danceable and song. And it is, it's, it's such an urgent sounding song, and it's so upfront, and yeah. um, it just really starts. And I think um, the song actually was a completely different song when I wrote it initially. It was nothing like this what you hear like the main verse melody um if you only knew what i want to do that was just a bridge in the old version in the demo and i found myself just literally wanting to listen to the song to get to the bridge like i would fast forward and listen to it and i'm like i was confused by it because it was a cool song but it wasn't i wasn't obsessed with it and Mm -hmm. i need to be obsessed with something um, so I took it to Bath because I knew I had um, some time with Dan Hume. Uh, he lives over in the UK now. So went over there, which was great, um, and just decided to pull it apart. And he said the same thing. He was like, that bit is fire. It is fire. What are we going to do? And I'm like, well, I feel like, I mean, maybe that could be, maybe it could start like that. Maybe that could be the verses. So I just ripped the whole thing apart. Made the verses and and I sort of I don't know why I, I had this new idea of making it so um, heart on sleeve. Uh, we, there's so many powerful women fem- female songs about, um, but I'm independent and I don't need you and and that's cool and I freaking love those songs. I live for yeah. those songs. But I was like, what if what if one was just so upfront, right? And so like I'm not even going to try play it cool. This is how you make me feel. I'm so into this, oh, and I'm chills. gonna like I'm probably gonna fall for you like a lot quicker like and 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 being okay with saying it, and the more I was writing it, it was like, I was like I was on fire this day. it all came out so quick, that's why I felt like it, it all was gonna work, but it, it felt sexy and yeah. it felt um there was something charming about being honest, yeah about how, you, how someone makes you feel, and I, I was surprised because I thought. Um, as I was writing it, I didn't know how it was going to sing because, you know, when you write something, you're like, I, I don't know how this is going to sound. On paper, it might sound quite desperate and um, pathetic. But as I was singing it in that melody, it, um, it was just sexy and cool It's and so fun. sexy.
0: It's fierce because you don't care. You're just telling yeah. how you feel. And to me, like, that's empowerment. I think you're so. Having the confidence to just say exactly what you want to do, yeah. like, up front. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, it's like that's I yeah. yeah, oh, thank you. And, like, I guess the whole idea around calling it Can I Shower Yours? <laughs> because you're probably listening to it waiting to hear that line, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and it doesn't ever come. So um, this the hook is Fall For You, but I just couldn't have it fall in that deep, dark sea of songs being called Fall For You or, right. or Fall or whatever. Um, and in this sort of time that we're in now I feel like you need to be really creative and that we were just thinking like what what is like a quirky weird title that you could see come up and be kind of interested like what the hell is this song about? um I wanted it to be sexy and I wanted it to be um be in the same world as it but um I was coming up with all these racy names and Shane was like yeah babe like you're your fans do range from seven, so <laughs> you
0: can't have anything too
1: risk, risque. Right. Yeah. So um, can I shower? Yours was just like to me that means like when I wrote it down, I was like I feel like when you shower at someone's place, it can mean so many things, but to me it's like the first stages of, of entering their world. Yeah. Um, when you go into someone's bathroom, it's always like, it's so, intimate. It's, so intimate. it's so intimate it's so intimate it's like oh we're really in the in this now and it can mean any, it can mean anything to anyone but i just thought that that's just like a, a cool sort of i don't know cool time i love it. it's what it represents you yeah. know if you want
0: to shower at someone's house that means you're like you want to learn more about them yeah. you feel comfortable with them it. it's intimate yeah. yeah
1: that's it it's
0: Awesome, I love it. I mean, it's like the it's like my new go to like feel good song. Yeah, it's like you put it on like sunny weather, like driving somewhere or getting ready to go out, or I get a blast.
1: Yeah, and it's only like I don't even think it reaches two minutes, which is wasn't my plan. So short, yeah, so short. But yet, I don't feel like it's really short. So yeah, it's
0: perfect as is. I freaking love that
1: you love it. I love it. What about other new music?
0: Are you working on more stuff? Are you? Are you? Of course, I am. Okay. And cool you're so it. prolific. So, like, tell me about the what. Like, what can we expect from new music?
1: Well, there's heaps of it, and um, I just, I, I guess, like, I'm so, I'm a little, I'm not worried, but I, I'm worried about people's attention span. So that's mm-hmm. why I've been a little cagey about new music and and an album. And, yeah, you know, like I've been calling it the A word, <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm not right, the right. A word, which here it's the R word, the record. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I've obviously. I am who I am. I'm always ahead of where I want to, of where I am, you know, like even after Love Monster, I was straight into Like after Night Think, I was straight into Love Monster, Straight, and I, yeah. I had these songs backed up because I don't stop writing because my biggest fear is someone saying to me, okay, Amy, in the iCal you have September to write your album, which I, I don't know why people put themselves through that. Like I, yeah. I, I hear artists say, oh, I've got this writing time and I'm, I'm not. It's like, well, don't let it get to that. Just keep writing. Fuck it. That's right. Takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, and I know lightning's got to strike, and but it's like I think Sting said it. You've got to like, you've got to have your rod out the whole time because you never know when you're going to catch one, And, and I just you just got to fish. You know, you got to got to keep going and do it as much as you can. So I yeah. And you have to stay conditioned. Yeah. It's like a muscle. It, it it's like a totally songwriting is. muscle.
0: It'd be like not working out at all. Yeah. And all of a sudden do like Olympic marathon workouts. Yeah.
1: I had, I had a few months where I didn't touch the guitar for so many reasons, but like I, I was out of shape. I like mm-hmm. picked yeah. it back up and I'm like, I suck. And I said, Shane, I'm like, we're going to have to think rethink things because I'm, I'm really shit at this now. It's not going to happen. And then you, the more you do it, it's like it's always there. It's yeah. always there. It's the same as working out. Yeah. You've got it in you right. because it, it is who you are. But, um, yeah, you, you do need to condition it and make sure it's working. So, yeah, I, I got, I've got some good stuff that I'm really excited about. And, um, yeah, I, ca- I can't really – I don't really want to say too much more just yet. Yeah.
0: Is there anything you do to get into a headspace? Is there a certain music you listen to or, like, what do you kind of – like? you're like, oh, I'm writing, like, I want to feel, like, inspired. Is there anything that you do in particular? Or something I know, just something is I never you? have,
1: only because I've had such a colorful um, life so far. Yeah. Where from family to relationships and um, friendships and working relationships, and everything's been like this and then that, and heartache, right. tears, happy and romantic, and all these things. So the. I write music and I'm so happy that I've stuck to it for all these years because the reason I started was to just vent and to just mm. – it, it was fun for me. It's like, it's, it's like a treat. It's not. It should never be a job. It's a treat to sit down and go, ooh, wonder what's going to come out. Yeah. I never sit there and go, I want to write a song about this or I want a song that sounds like that. I just never do that. The main thing I do is I, I try and find something that sounds different, like a riff that's kind of weird or – a chord progression that's pretty or or sad or whatever um and then I try match that with a melody um usually I just see what comes out and a lot of the time whatever comes out that just lets me know it's like my weird subconscious subconscious like does it for me yeah and that's the it's like a drug because if I took the that out of it it doesn't give me the high I don't get the high from it if It's like writing sessions when I go to do writing sessions, especially around LA. And not all of them are like this, but a lot of the time, you know, you go in, they're like, All right, Amy, so I've looked at your catalog, and (laughs) what I think you need is you need a song about candy. And this is gonna be your opening line, the candy shop, (laughs) You know, and you're like It's very sterile. It's so it's just not who I am. And and you're like, (sighs) yikes. It's 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 tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah. I've also been watching you as a judge on Australian <laughs> Idol. I mean, that's big time. Like Brian and I are like wow. Like yeah. b- big time television, me. huge <laughs> show. I mean, you were fantastic. Like how did you like it? Like how did you what did you feel about the television space? How did you feel being a
1: judge? Like what was that like? There was a time Ali where if that had come to me, I'd be like absolutely not. It's just not going to happen. Like I'm just not even going to entertain it. And when it came up in the time that it did, and the way I'm feeling now, I was like, firstly, I was so proud to, that, that I was even considered to do it because it's such a big role, big responsibility, and I just didn't think my name was there yet. And to oh. think it was, I was like, of course I will. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I don't care about the stigma of shit anymore. I don't really yeah. care anymore. Like, why wouldn't I do this? Um, so I took I – took, I, the only reason I wouldn't is because of fear and um i don't know i just took it with both hands and i actually had the time of my life dad yeah, that's awesome I i'm really so glad did. to hear that yeah oh that's so great yeah it was it was great fun it was such a different world and and you know i had it was like a job like i had yeah. to go there and and work all day and it was really long hours and a lot of glam and a lot of promo stuff and um but then when i found pockets of time to write music again it was like a new life so i have to work i get to go and and have a play on my guitar in the hotel room and i was like this is fun. Oh, this is cool.
0: that's aw- how did it feel? You know, knowing what you've gone through as a musician to like judge other musicians, and oh. that must have been tough because you, of course, have the compassion and empathy there's, of what they're yeah, going through. And
1: hundred percent. There's, I mean, there's so much to unpack with it. Like, yes, we would need like a good three bottles of wine to to yeah. really go there. But um, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, we will do after. <laughs> the, we yeah. don't have enough yeah, like film checks. time. Yeah, but um. I would see them and I would see the desperation. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and I love I love seeing that, but I also just, oh man, I wanted to hug so many of yeah. them and be like, it's okay. I know today feels really shit, like, especially mm-hmm. the ones that just didn't get through. Cause I just remember so many times where I thought something was gonna happen. And I visualize I I could see myself getting somewhere, and then it just goes to crap. And nothing that I thought was gonna happen happened. And that happened over and over for me for 15 years until you get somewhere. And then, so I just wanted to like, I just, I really wish I had some time with all of the, all of the, especially ones that were close and yeah. you're like, Hey, you just need a few more years in front of people. Like you just need to just work on it. This is, this is like nothing. Doing today. what you're doing. Yeah. Right. This is nothing to go home and have a little cry, but then get up and, and do it again. Um, so it was hard to go through that, but, um, there was a lot of laughs as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Megan Trainor is like, she's hilarious, like so far As soon as the camera stops, she she the one liners that comes out of that girl and Harry Connick Jr. Like having those two next to me, I was just like, this is surreal. So surreal. (laughs) And I'm looking around and I'm seeing like Australian Idol and 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 I'm just like, I don't like. There was a few moments where it was just I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting here. Like I'm not there. I'm I'm like here. It's
0: pretty amazing and like. I, I'm always so interested in the journey, you know, you, you were doing it for 15 years before a door, you know, took off. I mean, can you share just some like obstacles or hardships or milestones that like, because people, you know, listening, they, they only, they they'll go, Amy, she, you know, she's famous. I love her music, but they don't realize like yeah. how much blood, sweat and tears um, you had to go through and endure to, to finally, you know, get recognition. I mean, you, you've been playing forever. I mean, what's like your earliest
1: memory even of, of music and knowing when you had to you had to make music your life? I think it was just in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um but I never, even then, I loved it and I thought, oh, this is a cool hobby to have mm-hmm. and it's cool at parties because there wasn't many girls that could play guitar when I was sort of growing up and in high school. So I would always find the guitar at the house party and, and write like parody songs about like some bitch who was in like a year above me. <laughs> and I'd just make these gnarly songs just totally roasting her, and everyone would laugh and it was like, it was fun. It was like an ego boost. Um, and I knew I loved the stage because I loved acting. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like I had such a great library of songs a- at home. Like my parents listened to like The Police and Smashing Pumpkins and Nirvana and 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 so like I was always drawn to to those sounds and those kind of artists. And when I was going through struggles and whatever, that's that's how I knew I'm like, I'm addicted to this. Yeah. And this is helping me and it's keeping me out of trouble too. So I loved it from then. And then um, I had a band for for a while, and um, it was just loud and angry, and like four girls just losing their shit. And then my drummer got pregnant, and like, and we all kind of went our different ways. And it was oh so, it was it was crazy. I I often think it'd be make a great movie if we really dug deep into that band. And um, I love that it was an all girl band. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah, it was all girl awesome. um, And then and then I kind of met Shane, and and I was um, the band broke up, and I kept writing, and he was like. His songs are like really good, and um, and every now and then I'd catch him like, playing like playing them or like um, I was ma- I'd make him like CDs or whatever. So he from day one, you know, he he was like, you've got you've got something, you know. And we liked the same music, so I kind of respected his taste in music. Yeah. Um, and then he entered me in a competition, which I didn't win, but um, and I actually hated him for it too. I really didn't want to do it. I did just didn't think I was ready. But I loved every second of it. Really? From that second, I was like, I love singing my songs, even if no one knows. No one knew the words, obviously. But I got something out of it. I got a rush out of it. So um, so after that, I, was, I got pretty hungry.
0: What an important lesson, because you didn't win. So it's not like winning made you high. It was simply yeah. just doing this your doing,
1: thing. Yeah. Ugh. And That's having people incredible. come up and go, what was, that, what was that song? What was the third song? And I'd be like, The Demise or whatever it was called. Yeah. And, and they'd be like, yeah, man, I love that song. Oh. And, and, and and that was. And then as that kept happening, really shitty gigs, I'd go and play, uh, you know, like, I don't know, 10 people. And there'd be just w- one person to just go, oh, I really like that lyric that you said. And, that, and I really went there. And I was like, I love this. I love everything that's oh happening here. God. This is great. And and the fact that I didn't really need that many people, like I wasn't, I, w- I was never beating myself up about it. Like um, sure, I would like more people because yeah. I didn't really have a big cheer squad. Um, it would just be Shane trying to get his soccer mates <laughs> or whatever, Shame. you know? yeah. trying to get anyone he could there. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it was just an early on addiction to just, Writing songs and having people listen and um and playing live and just getting that rush from it, but man, there were some really crappy moments. Like, you know, you drive all the way to where I'm from on the Gold Coast. And it's like an hour to Brisbane because nothing really was happening on the Gold Coast. Like, no one really cared unless you are playing like cold chisel covers or whatever. Mm-hmm. No one really wanted to hear your originals. Um, so I would drive all the way to Brisbane, uh, and I remember this one time. This guy was supposed to come from a record label, um, so he didn't show up. I got a parking ticket um, and I, like, snapped a string. And it was and, – and these sort of nights, like, that's just one night out of, like, a billion. But things just kept going wrong mm-hmm. to the point where – It's like where, a Murphy's Law situation. Yeah, like, to the point where I was like, I'm not meant to do this. There's all these things. And you, and I'm not really woo-woo like that, mm-hmm. but I started becoming that way. I was like, I'm not meant to be a musician. This is, I, it would have happened by now. Surely. Because there was so much rejection and just
0: things, like, not working in your favor.
1: Yeah, and I would see people who were, like – and I know this it makes me sound, like, a bit shitty, but, like, there's people that were. I was better than. Right. Obviously better than. Yeah. And they're getting, like, the support slot or they're getting the festival slot or they're – and I got literally nothing, Ali. Like, not even a glimmer of hope for, like, 10 years and, until I won, like, a Queensland Music Award. And I was like, what? Like, when they called my name, I was like. Wow. Oh, my God. So
0: what was driving you this whole time, just, like, watching your music connect and resonate with people? Like, what was driving you?
1: Um, Just you the love of doing it. Yeah. And we had MySpace at the time. And, and so I had some people on MySpace that liked it. It's just me. Yeah. I loved it. I loved doing it. And um, you know, I was dating this goose, Shane, who like swore black and blue that these Aww. songs were special and I, I had some sort of talent and <sighs> so it was it was just that. And um yeah, I like I had little I had little wins here and there, mm-hmm. but nothing that was enough. You know, nothing not, – it was very short-term things of of maybe a label would write back, yeah, this is half good. Oh, yeah, my
0: God. You know, but Thank God for Shane. Like, you know, what a gift on so many levels. But to, like, have someone believe in you so much – well, one, you have to have the talent. But combined with someone who believes in you, yeah. no, you know, no matter what, and keep, helps to keep you going. I mean, your relationship is so beautiful. It's really it's Thank a you. gift. It's, it's, a it's gift. been
1: tough, though. I mean, it's like you guys know, it's like when you work together yeah. – it's not always pretty. And, and the reason it works is because I can be honest with him and he can be honest with me. You know, right. There's times where, you know, um, I come off stage and he's like, why did you do that? And and it's better if you do this. And I'm like, holy shit, I've just come off stage, man. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a like, second. Give you know, me a second. And, right. and we argue and we bicker and we're tired and it's like it's a lot. And even at this, like, um, you know, I thought back then was hard. Yeah. Because, you know, he'd finish a whole day at work and – um i was in and out of jobs and um and then when he got home i'd be like can we try and contact some people and send and i was exhausting him but then in the end he was the one like wanting to do it even even though i'd given up but i just it, i thought that was hard and then now even at this level it's it's harder it doesn't yeah and that, even when i was doing idol these kids are like if i could just make it and i'm like oh babe yeah. that's when the work actually starts starts you know like This is that's almost the chase is the fun times you get to reminisce about Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, that was fun chasing down that dream. You get the dream. You're like, wow, I'm like, I really need to work now and show up and prove that I'm meant to be here.
0: Yeah, no, I I hear that. I mean, you've had so many accomplishments. Like, what is something you, you like you hope to do? Is there like a dream collaboration? Is there playing a certain venue or like what do you is it is it statistics on like an album or like what do you like what's your sort of your your goal? With your music,
1: I don't really. I mean, there's <laughs> there, there. used to be so many, mm-hmm. and now they kind of dwindling because I'm kind of really content, and I like w- the way I'm doing stuff at the moment. I think the one thing I'd really like to do is I'd love to like, I'd love to write a banger for someone or with someone. That's cool. I'd love to. I'd love to do a lot more like sort of co-writing and mm-hmm. um, like you know for. And help sort of up and coming artists structure songs and and write songs um, I think that would be really cool, but for me I just I kind of want to just keep doing what I'm doing and um, staying true to the art and obviously there's plenty of dream collabs like I'd love to have Mark Ronson um, <sighs> produce a song and I'd love to um, join blink no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Officially. Best. Yeah. Maybe I could be their That's- lemon girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not taken. Uh, yeah. Hands up. Hands up. Sorry. Yeah. We get another
1: fruit. <laughs> I'll try to get the banana shake. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, there's so many things, but I like, yeah, I try and I, I feel so lucky, Ali. I, I really do. Like, I'm not, I really am so friggin' grateful that it actually happened because, man, I just didn't think it was ever going to happen. So Whatever comes after this um, is always going to be just a surprise and, and fun. And, and the one thing I will always do is work really fucking hard. And yeah. that's what I've always done is just worked really hard if I believe in something. So, yeah.
0: Ugh, Amy, you are such a talent. I mean, you know that I truly believe that because I like sought you out. <laughs> so I know. Yeah. You are. You have the talent and you have the work ethic and you have to have both. Yeah. Um. And you've and you've shown. I mean, I remember seeing you on the cover of Australian Rolling Stone, and that was like another moment where I was like, Oh, yeah. my God. What was that experience? Oh, I mean, like?
1: like that was when you're like, what's next for you to achieve? It's like once I I did that, I was like, well, man, that's I really wanted that. Like, I really I um like it's such a it's the coolest magazine. Yeah. We all grew up with it, of course. Um. And that shoot was. I was scared out of my mind because, you know, I don't like shoots in general, let alone mm-hmm. having no top on. So um I yeah, the the crew on the day were amazing, made me feel so comfortable. And I was so I got really excited to just start seeing it come together and um the whole process of of that Rolling Stone shoot and the piece and the feature and it was just epic.
0: Was- How did it feel with literally being like so vulnerable and exposed?
1: I, I sort of like I was really uncomfortable as I was like walking to the chair with my hair like trying not to slip <laughs> a nip and I was like, Oh and then I don't know, the more the fans were going and we were pumping the tunes and everyone was so like loving it, like yeah. um, I kinda just let my guard down and I just was like I was just feeling it. For once I was just like, All right, let's just do this and get like a really sick shot. Yeah. And, um and be on the cover of Stones. Yes, so, so badass. Yeah. Oh, that
0: was a huge milestone. And they got to
1: Let Me Be Me as well. That's You know, a important. lot of people, um, a lot of people, you go to shoots and they're like, this is what we're thinking and that you're going to be there and you don't really have much of a say. And I guess, um, you know, Poppy, who did the feature, like we've got to know each other, and and she was like, "Just be yourself," and like it was just, it was easy. I didn't feel like I was being molded into something. That's great to look totally different. I felt like I looked m- like myself and sounded like myself, and it was it was really fun. That's so important because
0: I remember reading about Alanis Morissette,
1: who I love.
0: Um, when she was her first time on the cover of Rolling Stone, she felt like. Just like she just showed up and was like being like positioned and propped, like it wasn't yeah. her to the point where I think they like worked out a deal where they didn't like show those photos and then she like redid it. I think herself. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. She did a whole new shoot. Yeah. She's like a whole yeah. new shoot. I can't imagine like what that's like. It's oh, yeah. so much pressure. It's such a huge, iconic magazine. Yeah. And especially in that time in the 90s when she and was. And you don't
1: like, know, like, oh man, when you're like new to it, you th- like, I feel like I'm driving people crazy sometimes because I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And then, and then you look at it, you look at it, like, Mm, it's not me at all. <laughs> oh, I hate it. No, nope. Make it go away. No, nope. And then you're like, oh, no, i just I wish cost- I could unsee that. Yeah. I yeah. just, I like, I don't like it at all. And and you're just like people pleasing, you know, you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could work. And then, yeah, I just, there's been so many times for me where that's happened or I've shot a video and I'm like, I know that we've spent a lot of money and and we've, you know, but, but 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 it's not right. it just doesn't feel right or look right so you have to trust your gut yeah that's
0: hard because you do want to be like accommodating or be part of the team or but like you also have to keep it true to your art which is the most important part so that's that's tough yeah do you feel successful are you proud of where you are
1: yeah I I do and um you know it's really tough to say that you got to get to a point in your life where you're like because saying this is why I love America and this is why I love you, because <laughs> do you feel success? And everyone in America lifts each other up. If I if I went out, it, like even on Australian TV, and said I'm successful, people would be like, oh, well, right. Listen right. to this one, you know. But I feel it because I I'm I'm happy, and yeah. I think that's like the best thing to try and achieve is I'm doing what I really love to do. Um, it's not killing me yet. Mm. And I, I feel, I, I feel like I've got all my, everything's in order. You know, I've got good people around me. Yes. Um, I've got good friends and um, family is complicating, but, but I've got good people. And I think that's the main thing it's is, the main thing. is like everything else is just a bonus. You can't, if you like, yeah, if I keep measuring it on what, how, what, how my songs are tracking or what they're doing, or if I'm playing bigger venues or if or if that country's working or if that country's working, you'll never be happy. No. You're never going to be. So the second I stopped caring and I was just like, I've proven to myself enough of what I'm capable of. I'm writing songs and that's my job. Sick.
0: Yeah, sick. I'm successful. Um, you're successful. Oh, Amy. Um, all right, let's do deep cuts. Name a song, album, or artist that changed
1: your life. Frog Stomp Silverchair. Nice. And probably Jagged Little Pill. <sighs> Well, that's two epic albums.
0: Well done. What was your first concert?
1: First concert was Cold Chisel. Really? With my parents. That's amazing. My ears are still ringing. It was very, very loud. Very loud. <laughs> I'm not sure I was meant to be there.
0: Permanent ear damage. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is a song you wish you wrote? Royals.
1: It is a great. It's just sick. It's, not, it's and sick. the second I heard that song, I knew things were changing. Yeah. Like people were listening to that that kind of music. Mm-hmm. I thought that that yeah, Lord is like that 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 changed everything for me. I got like new life sort of brought into me when her music started coming out.
0: I remember hearing that song and then I remember seeing her perform. I think maybe it was in Irving Plaza in New York and I was like, oh, this is special. Yeah. Like, this is like a new day. Yeah. I loved <laughs> so it. I
1: know. So great. I was gritty, like but yes. sick and
0: and effortless. she was just cool and like just doing her own thing on stage, yeah. and she was so in the moment yeah. and like not
1: self aware at no, all. Just it was just so
0: refreshing,
1: totally. And that production was so minimal. It was so
0: minimal. It was actually very like '90s grungy, yeah. And I was like, I love this. Yeah, it I love. Was, it. I'm chill thinking about it because, yeah. yeah, I'm so. I love that you said that. I feel the same way. Yeah. What is your favorite meal
1: or cuisine? Spaghetti bolognese everywhere around the world. <laughs> breakfast lunch and dinner (laughs) where has been the best oh man maybe maybe um frankie's in new york oh it's so good does a good one so good Then there's like this really kind of shitty um hotel in sydney (laughs) that does a good service it's great well even a bad one's probably good yeah you know what i mean yeah exactly um yeah i like trying it all around i hate it when the spaghetti is there and then the things on like everything's on top I love it when it's all mixed yes. up and it it's all about the the sauce and how this like yeah it's it's, it's like it's immersed thing. throughout yes. yeah I remember talking to Tom to lunch I like I'm, I had a lunch with him and his sister and his whole crew and um I said something about spaghetti he goes you like spaghetti I'm like I love spaghetti and he's like that's my order around the world. Every room service, I'm like, really? Me too. You were <laughs> bonding too. about that. Yeah, you yeah, spaghetti.
0: Spaghetti, yeah, spaghetti fiends. Are you so happy he's back in blank?
1: I mean, when you got the news. I mean, so I got a message from him. I'm not flexing here, but I have to. <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's part of the story. This one day I had, like, my phone. It said, oh, I don't even want to tell you, actually. It's, it's too embarrassing. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. it like, tell it. It came up on my car thing, and it was like, <laughs> Russell Crowe, Mark Oppus. Tom Zlonege and uh, I think it was like well, a couple of my friends and then Keith Urban. Oh, my. Yeah, okay,
0: drop the mic. Drop, let's Scratch drop this off. mic right now. That's yeah, disgusting. Done. That is
1: like, okay. That wins Yeah, gross. That grosses wins. me out it's so good. Phenomenal. Um, but yeah, he texts me. he Goes, um, I'm back in blink. And I was like, Oh, he's like, don't say anything. <laughs> don't.
0: <laughs> what you do can tell I do with Shane, it? Though. You can maybe tell yeah, exactly. Shane. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, he said tell my boy Shane. So um, yeah. So yeah, it was just I. I, I kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, but man, it's so sick. It's like so that. Sick. That um, what did they just play Coachella? Was it? C- yeah. That that was mm-hmm. like the the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I caught a bit of that um live, and oh man, I was. It's just like nothing's ever happened. I, I messaged know. Mark. I said it's like time has not passed. You guys are vampires. Like it's. Crazy. I know they're total
0: vampires. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah, they are life goals. All yeah. three of
1: them. Yeah.
0: Ugh. As so people, cool. their relationship, yeah. the music, like the whole thing.
1: Yeah, they're so relevant still, and so funny still and um, yeah, I'm so happy for them. And this this tour looks incredible and I'm going to try and catch as many shows as I can.
0: Yeah, same. Ugh, they're so good. If you weren't a musician, what would you be?
1: I think something to do with film editing. Mm-hmm. I really like that's what I was doing beforehand. Um, so probably something in behind the camera. Um, I lo- I used to like think music supervising was the coolest job too like yes, putting songs of to course. scenes. Yes, that would be the I love the that joint job. Yeah. I love that.
0: What is your most prized possession?
1: My most prized possession. Oh my god, mine is now the Radiohead crop top you just got. Thank, from you. Me, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, uh, mine's
1: gone now. <laughs> that was your you. Prize that was possession. my prized possession. No, <laughs> I th- I've got like this. Um, I've got this ring that my nan gave me, and it was given to her from her brother. It's like this black sort of diamondy sort of ring, It's kind of ball, and it doesn't fit me. But um, I'm always, I've always been so protective of it because she's yeah. loved it forever. And when she gave it to me, I, I um, like not that long ago, I, I was like, "Whoa, That's I've got special. this cool ring!" Like you know, so. That's probably... That's it's cute. like a superpower ring. I can yeah, picture it's it. like a man. It's yes, like for a man like, because it was her brother's and it, it's it's so sick and she used to wear it. And I thought she looked like uh, really mafia when yeah. she wore it. <laughs>
0: really tough. Yeah, yeah. I love really that. Really tough. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. I want to see a picture of that. Yeah, we'll send it. What is something your fans would be surprised to learn about you?
1: Um, I love roulette. I'm part Hungarian. Um, I didn't know about roulette. Yeah? Look at you. Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah, I live for it. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um what else don't they know? I'm so open a lot of the time. I tell you guys everything. Um <laughs> I'm not a bad rollerblader. Actually, I nearly got my black belt in in um taekwondo. Oh, that's incredible. I, got, I was up to a uh, brown tip and I had one more to go and I just chickened out. It's like I just was like I'm done. And I really regret not going for my black belt. Oh, so close. And when I get to the when I go to the gym, I don't ever do much boxing. I do a lot of, like, cardio and stuff. And then when I see the bag, I just give it a big sort of, like, right, left hook kick. Nice. i like, I still got it. I, I need back. to see some of these moves. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I've got some
0: f- funny photos of me and my um, my gi. Okay, I need to see that. Yeah. I think you need to, like, bring this back. Cause yeah,
1: I'm- maybe I should.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> if you could meet any celebrity dead or alive, who would it be? Amy
1: Winehouse. Her... Or I mean cat, okay. Like, um those those Has people- her hair inspired your hair? No, at all. it actually didn't. Um okay. only because like I used to wear my hair, it's just gotten bigger, probably inspired by <laughs> hair. But the top knot was always kind of just small top knot. Just get your hair off your face so you yeah. could like eat a burger after yeah, the beach. Of course. Um and the girls and I at school used to always do it. And um and then, yeah, I, I, just, I just fell into that. Like I put my hair up in a little top knot and went to my first record um, label meeting in America. And, um, and, I, and it was really funny. I don't know. I've probably told you this a million times, but I, I didn't know what to wear. I was really nervous. And Shane's like, just wear what you're comfortable in. And I had like an added ass like jumper or whatever. He said, just wear that and put your hair in that thing, that little top knotty th- sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, okay. I put a little bit of makeup on and went in there and left. And the guy, um, he was like, um, as I left, he was like, Amy, I love your hair and keep the Adidas. And that was it. And I was like, yes, sir, I will. Look at Shane with the good advice. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It's all been like kind of just real
0: go with your gut. Yes, of course. Well, actually, I was going to ask you, last and not least, what
1: are words you live by? You've got to learn to leave the table if love's not being served. It's Nina Simone lyric. And the second I heard it, I was like, oh, my God. I'm forever sitting there going, love me. What can I do to change? It's like if it's not there, just leave. You don't have to. I shouldn't have to force anything. And I think that's such a – it's a painful thing to learn because there have been people I'm like, no, no, work on this. Stay, stay, stay. But I've just learned, like, you can't do it. You have to be strong and leave, leave the table. Because it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It well, shouldn't be that yeah. hard. Yeah, it shouldn't be that hard. You shouldn't have to force someone to right. care about you or, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so excited for this next chapter
0: for you. And I can't wait to hear more music. And uh, I'm just proud that I get to be part of your journey. You're so part I'm of proud it. of you. You're deeply involved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love you. Thank you for doing this. I mean, thank yeah. you for like, for starting this show like I I don't know if you were filming before or if you recorded it but you really were meant to do this and like I mean it the second anyone's around you is such a nice feeling I feel energetic I feel ready to take on the world and you're also very calming so I'm so friggin happy you're doing this thank you I love you I love you (laughs) we love you Shane I'm taking this as well (laughs) please do it's the best cheers cheers oh this. Mm.
0: I truly adore Amy. And yes, pun intended. For those of you who already know Amy Shark, you know how special she is. And for those of you first discovering her, I'm so glad I was able to introduce you to such a wonderful artist and person. Lemon Girl 1, Amy Shark 2. It is now time for my sound advice. New music you need to know on the Alison Hagendorf Show playlist. Kicking off my sound advice with the song from today's guest, Amy Shark. Amy shared that this song is about skipping all the games and just telling someone how you feel about them and how being honest and vulnerable up front can be extremely empowering. This song is instant, it is infectious and it will get stuck in your head. Thank you for this sexy banger, Amy Shark. Check out Can I Shower at Yours? Next on my sound advice is the artist Royal and the Serpent. Royal is one of my favorite new artists. I honestly love every song she puts out and I just love what she's doing. Her aesthetic, her artistry. She's currently on tour with Fall Out Boy and Bring Me the Horizon. This song is about sticking by someone's side during difficult times because you know that you guys share something special. Out today is Royal and the Serpent song, Junkie. Also, my sound advice is a new song from the Canadian alt-rock band, The Beaches, and is perhaps my favorite song of theirs to date. They have performed alongside artists such as the Rolling Stones and Foo Fighters and have a new album coming out later this year. The band says that this song is for all the hot messes out there. Check out The Beaches' song, Blame Brett. That's my sound advice this week. You can hear all of these plus more on the Allison Hagendorf Show playlist. The link to that is in the show notes and at AllisonHagendorf.com. Thank you so much for being part of The Allison Hagendorf Show. New episodes drop every Friday, so make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. You can find the show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also watch the show on Instagram and YouTube. I would love to hear from you. So please like, comment, rate, review, whatever you're feeling and reach out to me on socials at Hagendorf. I would love to connect with you. Let me know who I should interview next and what new music I should feature on my sound advice. Thanks again. I'll see you next week. And remember, you're a rock star.